ladies and gentlemen, it's just an honor and privilege to be with you today. Hi, my name is Michael Walker, and I got a word for you today. I'm hoping you're having a wonderful Saturday celebrating the 4th of July, our Independence Day. I tell you, I feel like God got something great and special for you. I have a word. I want to say that, this again. I have a word for somebody today. Don't turn the channel. I want you to listen today because somebody's going to be blessed what I'm going to be talking about today. We're just giving time for people to log in, to get on, and if you will, please share this post, like this post, put your prayer request on the post, let us know where you're listening from. At the end of this, we will be praying for those that need a touch from God. There's some of y'all watching and you've been praying, say, God, I, I need to hear from him. I feel like today is your day that you're going to hear from God. So uh, if you will, just go ahead and post this on other pages, on your pages. Let's get the word of God out. We are living in trouble of time, but God is still God. And uh, we need to get the word out. There's lots of people that are hurting. There's lots of people battling fear. There's lots of people worrying about what's going on in our country. And I got a word for somebody today. And if you got your Bible, let's open up to the book of John. John is found in the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John chapter 15. If you look here, this is the words of Jesus speaking here. And we're going to be looking at verse number five. And this is what Jesus said. He said, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abide in me and I in him bear much fruit. You need to understand that. If you abide in the Lord this morning, you bear much fruit. For without me, you can do what? The Bible said nothing. Without God, we cannot accomplish anything. Nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out uh, as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will, listen to this, ask what you desire. What are you desiring this morning? What are you in need of? I'm not talking about what you'd like to have. What are you desperate in need for? You know, the blind man, Jesus asked, what can I do for you? He said, restore my sight. That was the most important thing to him, to have his sight restored. What do you need God to do for you? Think about that. What do you need him to do? Ask, what is your desire? And it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much what? Fruit. So you will be my disciple. The Lord wants disciples this morning. He has called me and he called you. There's some people you can reach I will never reach. And there's some people I will reach that you won't never reach. But God used all of us in the kingdom work. And God wants us to where he planted us. And when I'm talking about where he planted us at, I'm not talking about what church you're going to. Where you work at, what community you're in, what type of people you're around, your family, your co-workers, people at school. He has planted you there to bear fruit, to let your light shine. Because there's, you need to remember this, there are other people are going through things. There's other people who got burdens. There's other people are burning out and they, and they need to hear 
the true word of God, and God puts you there to bear fruit. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is what? Good. He's good. So we, God wants us to bear fruit. Now, you know, right now we're in July. This is the 4th of July. And I saw this morning the farmer market was open downtown. And, and I love fruit. I love watermelon, cantaloupe, strawberries, uh, grapes. My house, I got four girls I adopted. Four girls. It was just me and my wife and the church I was, was pastoring. Uh, there was four girls, a part of the van ministry there that was from a drug addict home and stuff. And God fits it where I was able to adopt them, bring them in my home. And, uh, I got four girls. I'm the only man. Y'all need to pray for me. But anyways, uh, all my kids love grapes. There's one type of fruit they want me to get. It's grapes. They love grapes. And orange juice and oranges and things like this. They love fruit. And I was thinking about going to the farmer market. You know, God don't want leaves. I don't need someone to say, hey, I'm selling leaves. Get your fresh leaves here. Leaves is not going to satisfy me. I don't want leaves. I want fruit. The world don't want leaves. They want fruit. They're hungry for the fruit of God. And God wants you to give them that fruit. You, you could be there and you could be taking that space. God may have give you talent to preach. God may I'm give you the calling to preach. God may give you the talent to sing, to play instruments, to teach. Are you using your talents to glorify God? That's your fruit. That's why he has given you. Some of y'all are good at uh, visiting the sick, uh, baking foods and taking to those in your church sick. That is bearing fruit. That is bearing fruit of God into your community. Are you bearing fruit or are you just taking up space with leaves? God don't want leaves. If we're taking up space and we're not put, uh, putting forth fruit, he said that he will take care of that and it uh, throw it into the fire. God wants fruit. He don't want us to just be here going through life, taking up space, not doing nothing. And he is giving you give. He is giving you fruit for you to give to others. So what type of fruit we're going to be talking about today, Brother Michael? We're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. We see in Galatians chapter 5. Starting with verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Listen to all this. Let's break this down this morning. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. God wants us to be loving. God wants us to be good to those that despise us. One thing I learned in Bible uh, school and from my mentors they said, it don't matter how nice you are. There will always be someone who don't like you. And that's true for you. Don't matter how nice you are, there will always be someone that will judge you and don't like you. But that's okay. That don't give us a right to treat them the way they're treating us. He said for us to show the fruit of love. Now, if God wants us to show the fruit of love, love towards our neighbor. Love them in the good time, the bad time. Even when they say stuff that's not nice to you, we're just going to love them. Guess what the enemy going to try to get us to do? What the opposite of love? Hate. Satan wants us 
to bear the fruit of hate and bitterness, unforgiving. We got to let it go. God said, bear the fruit of love. We don't need none of the fruit of the enemy. All the fruit of the enemy, the Bible tells us what the fruit of the enemy does. It kills, steals, destroys lives. But Jesus said, I have come that I give you life and give it to you what more abundantly. God wants you to have an abundant life. He wants you to prosper and be in good health. So number one, we need to have the gift of love. Even when we don't feel like it, we're supposed to show love. Second thing that we need to have the fruit of is joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We need to have joy. We need to have this and let people see. They may say with the things going around with the virus and with with the uh, riots and things in our country, Brother Michael, how do you show, show joy? Because I know that none of this controls my future. God controls my future. God controls me. I'm in his hands. I got joy to know this. Absent from the body is to be presence with the Lord. I got joy to know I'm his child. That I belong to him. My family belongs to God. I got joy. And when people see us go to work and see the things that's going on around us and we got joy and, and a smile on our face, they're going to be wanting that fruit that you have. They say, I want that fruit of joy. And we need to be there to present it to them. Joy. Joy means, let me say this before I move on. Joy is being happy. Just be happy. If you can see the way some people live in other countries, you're blessed. If you slept good last night in a bed, in a home, and you was dry, and you got a bathroom inside that works, you got food in the refrigerator, you are blessed. In some country, you are rich. You need to be happy with what God has blessed you with. The next fruit we need is peace. Peace. There again, peace. What we're talking about, being peaceful. Brother Michael, things don't look good. Look like uh, they're going to be doing a layoff at work. Well, God, God knows ahead of time, and I know that God's going to take care of me. Brother Michael, you need to go to the doctor. They found something on a test, and they want to run some more tests. Uh, how come you're not worrying? How come you got peace? Because I know God got everything in control. I don't got nothing to worry about. I, I'm his. I belong to him. I got peace knowing that, that, that he's my great physician. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider. It don't matter. He give doctor wisdom and knowledge. He going to send me to the right doctor. I got peace. No, I, I'm his child. I'm in his hand. He is going to give me that peace that I need. We need to give the fruit of peace to some people. There's some people battling cancer. There's some people in the hospital and nursing home. There's some people we know with this virus. We need to encourage them and give them peace and say, listen, trust God. Believe in God. Stand on his word. There's some of y'all here watching. Y'all been battling back problems. Probably been battling sinus issues. Probably been having mind grace. Didn't sleep good last night. Been battling sickness or you've been worrying. Can I say right now, peace in the name of Jesus. Look to him, the author and the finisher of our faith and he can give you peace and you can have the best sleep you had having many days. 
The next fruit of the Spirit. Long-suffering. We don't like this, long-suffering. What it's talking about is patience. Having patience. If it's up to us, we'll have all our earthly desires done in one day. But there come a time we got to have patience. we got to wait upon God. It's not on our time. It's on His timing. And sometimes this, this, I know I'm speaking to myself. I'm preaching to myself. I hate to wait. And I know some of y'all probably laughing. Y'all saying the same thing. Brother Michael, that's one of the areas I got a problem is. I do too. I, I confess it right now. I got a problem with patience. I want it done right now. Lord, I know you're a mighty God. You can take care of it right now. Please do it right now. But God said, you got to wait up on me. You got to have patience. There's a time and a season for this to take place. You wait up on me, and it's so hard. I got I got what I t- call the Burger King. Uh, the, you know, Burger King had a slogan, you can have it your way. That, well, that's how Brother Michael went. I want to have it my way. I want it now. But God said, you got to wait. You got to wait for my season, for my timing, and you must have patience. It's coming. I already told you, it's going to happen. It's going to come. But you're going to have to have patience and wait upon me. And there's some people in the church and, and that we work with and family members, we got to tell them. We got to give them the fruit of long suffering and say, here, you got to wait upon God because his timing's perfect. His timing's right on time. And you got to give them that long suffering fruit and say, be patient. It's going to happen. Just wait upon God. The next fruit, gentleness. What is gentleness? Kindness. We need to show kindness. Even when kindness is not shown to us. You know, I I wish everyone is kind, but we know there's some people not kind. There's some people, you know, you tell them having that a nice day and and, and they're not kind. They're 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 ugly. They say some bad words. They tell you I don't like you. And, you know, and sometimes we beat ourselves up and say, what have I done to them? You haven't done nothing to them. Sometimes the reason why they don't like you is because who you represent. See, the Bible said darkness and light does not mix. And we need to understand that it's not you. It's the Christ who lives in you that they don't like because the Christ that live in you can rub off rub off on them and bring convictions to their lifestyles that they don't want to correct we're talking about spiritual battle here the spirit of God living in you is bringing conviction to them rubbing off on them they're mad because they're not happy. They don't got peace. They don't got joy. And they see you come to work, peace and joy, patient and gentleness with that kindness. And they, and they just don't like it. They, they say, how come they got it and I don't? It's very simple. Ask Jesus Christ to come in your, in your life and taste and see the Lord is good. Eat of his fruit. You bear his fruit and share it with others. When we talk about gentleness, like I said, we're talking about kindness. And you can't talk about kindness without goodness. Like I said earlier, because someone does something uh, bad to you don't mean you got the right to do something bad to them. Because someone says something ugly to you don't give you the right to say something ugly to them. You got to show goodness. You don't know what that individual is going through. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what's going on in their family. Maybe their mother got a bad report that she only got six months to live. 
That may be the problem that she's facing. And she's worrying about loved ones, family members, um, finances, going to the doctors with, with her family members. Bills are adding up. We need to show goodness. Give the fruit of goodness to them. The next thing we need is faith. We need the fruit of faith, fruit of faithfulness. You know, if you're going to say you're a Christian, be faithful to God. If you're going to say you're a Christian, go and be faithful to the local church. If you're going to be Christian, get why aren't you in a, a, a local church learning the Word of God? Bring your family to church and getting involved. You know, there's a loss of people who know of Christ, but they don't know Christ. See, there's a different knowing someone, knowing about someone, and knowing someone. So what I'm asking you is, what is your relationship with Christ? Do you have a relationship? I know this. If I didn't have a relationship with my wife, if I did not communicate with her on a daily basis and do things and show love to her, guess what? I'm not going to have much of a marriage and it's not going to last long. Are you faithful? Do you have faithfulness for God? The next fruit is this, meekness. That's about being gentle. That's about being uh, humble. Okay? About being gentle and humble. Are you gentle? When someone does something wrong to you, you, you think you have to get back with them? Well, Brother Michael, that's not right what they've done. No, it may not be right, but you need to pray for them. Be the bigger person. You need to be like Christ. Be Christ-like. Be like Christ. Show goodness. Be the bigger person. Amen? Be the bigger person. Have meekness. Be gentleness and humility. My next fruit is the last fruit I want to talk about. It's temperance. And what we're talking about here, the fruit of temperance, is about being self-controlled. About you as a Christian you got to be self-controlled. There are listen to me, friends. There are people looking at your life waiting for you to mess up to say, uh-huh. I knew you would mess up. I knew you're not that type of person that lived that type of way. They're looking for your faults, not your good. Okay? You got to be self-controlled. And I want you to know, if you're a Christian, you got a problem with your temper, you need to get under the blood. So many times, I've seen this in church. I have pastors so many churches. Like I said, I'm 49 years old. I've seen people walking to church with their tempers already on their shoulders, waiting to explode. I have seen people that will come to Sunday school and leave and won't stay for preaching because they're upset with the preacher. I've seen people play the organ or piano or instrument in church and leave after they get done playing. I have seen people um, that need hearing aids and they did not hear exactly what the preacher or whoever was up there talking, saying, and they misinterpreted it 
and get mad because they thought they said something else and walk out. That's immature. That's not being a mature Christian. We got to be self-controlled. Don't have a temper. Because you know what? what what's the, if Satan knows that Christ don't want us to be temperance, guess what Satan's going to try to do? Make us walk around with a temper. I'm going to let people know how I think. That's the way I am. If they like it or not, that's how I'm going to be. That's not the right spirit. I was at a church one time where two women was about to get into it because it was Thanksgiving. One wanted turkey, one wanted ham. Very simple to fix. Let's have both. Let's have both. We need to act like adults and be adults and be temperance. Don't have no temper. Be self-control. Knowing that we all have fallen short of the glory of God. We all are sinners and fall short of His glory. We all got problems. If, I, if I'm feeling good this Sunday, trust me, there's someone in the church there that needs prayer. And it don't give us a right for the enemy to, to use us to be bullies where we're supposed to show love and joy and peace, the fruit of the Spirit. I'm talking to somebody. If you lost your temper this past week with someone on your job or at church, something you need to go up and apologize and explain yourself why you did that, and and restore that relationship. We need to do that. God want us to bear fruit. What are you bearing this morning? Are you saying I got leaves, nice leaves for sale, nice green leaves for sale? That's why I'm producing nice green leaves. No, friend. God said, I want fruit. He said, if you're not going to produce fruit, he said, you're taking up space and I'm going to cut you down and throw you in the fire. That's what the Word said. That's what the Word said. I mean, read it yourself. John 15, 5, go through there. Also, read Luke 13, 6 through 9. God wants fruit. God give me some of y'all to... He has called some of y'all to preach. He has called for some of y'all to be evangelists. He has called for some of y'all to be school uh, to be teachers. He has called some of y'all to uh, give you the gift to play musical instrument, give you the gift of singing. And God did not call you to just sing at home. God did not call you to just go in your room and play a guitar and then put it up in the case and put it in the corner. God did not call you to do that. He called you to use your fruit for His glory. That people can see God's glory. So I'm asking you, are you using your fruit? I hope you enjoyed this message today. It's, it was powerful. It was powerful. But it's truth, and it's a blessing to your soul. I hope you have wrote your prayer request in the comments. And even if this post become, oh, I look, if, if, I, if I get a notice, I look, and if there's a prayer request, I pray for you. You need to understand you serve a big God. Sometimes Satan makes a picture of a mountain that make you think God's not big enough to take care of your need. Listen to me, friend. God is able to touch you this morning right there in that lazy boy, right there in that living room. You sitting there right there with your laptop on your lap. God is able to meet that. God is able to heal you, save you, deliver you, heal that marriage. That, that toothache, he's able to heal that backache. He's able to heal that migraine. God is able to take care of it right now. But all you got to do is surrender to him and ask for him. Call upon his name this morning. 
I want to go to the Lord in prayer on your behalf. And like I said, I hope you put your prayer requests on here because we want to be a blessing to you. Let's pray. Can we pray? Let's pray. Father, Lord, I thank you for this word this morning. I thank you for those that you have drawn to this post, Lord. Isn't, is, there's no accident while they're watching this post. You had drawn them to this post, Father. And Father, Lord, I don't know what they're going through, but Lord, I know you do. And Lord, I know the Holy Spirit is there in that room tugging at their heart. Lord, I know they can feel your presence coming up on them from the top of their head to their sole of their feet. And Lord, I pray for those, Lord, that are sick and afflicted would be healed. I pray that headaches will go away. I pray for for uh, sinus condition will be healed. I pray for migraines to go. I pray right now, Lord, for those that are dealing with back aches, Father, will be healed. Lord, that those that are preparing for surgery, I pray right now, Lord, that you have, uh, send them to the right doctors, Lord, and, and Christian nurses that's going to be there, that, Lord, that you're going to be with them in surgery, that you're going to touch. Father, Lord, there are those that are, that are about to, bound to addiction, I I pray for them to be set free by the blood of Jesus Christ right now, Father Lord. Lord, I pray for marriages to be made whole. I pray for prodigal sons and daughters to come back home to be saved. Lord, I pray for those that is going to take a step to use their talent for your glory, Father Lord, in the weeks to come. Father, Lord, that you're going to give them peace and such joy because they're doing what you're calling them to do. Father, Lord, I pray for the leadership of our country and our local government. Lord, I pray for our police officer, a hedge of protection, and plead the blood of Jesus over them. I pray the blood of Jesus over our military men and women, Father, Lord. Lord, I pray for this election coming up, Lord, that thy will will be done. Father, I pray for this ministry, Father, Lord, that you just bless it in a mighty way. Lord, I can be a blessing to someone to encourage someone, Father, Lord. Lord, that you're there to for the call on at any time. Lord, I give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you're there, you lost, you don't know Jesus Christ. You may say, Brother Mike, I haven't been in church. I'm away from God. I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Restore my heart. Come in my heart. Be Lord of my life. I ask it in Jesus' name. Now, if you have done that, there are three things you need to do. Number one, get back in the Word. Get back in, in, in your word and study. Number two, you need to pray. You need to call on God. Build up your prayer uh, life with him. He said, my sheep knows my voice. You need to recognize the voice of God. Third thing, you need to find you a good Bible-believing church and get grounded with your family because you need your church family. You need someone that you, that will pray with you, that you learn the Word of God together. It's like a puzzle. Our Sunday school class, we get together. God may reveal something to someone over here about the verse that y'all studying, and this person, God, reveals something, but it all fits together like a puzzle. You need your church family. You need that fellowship. Find you a Bible-believing church and get involved. Also, you probably have seen our banner here. Uh, we will ask you if you're able to to help Mike Walker Ministry. Above is a PayPal link, and, all, and it's safe, and it is secure. So all you have to do is just click that link, and you can give any donation to this ministry you want. It don't matter if it's $1. Because a hundred people giving a hundred dollars, it makes a difference. It adds up. Every cent adds up. So I, I will ask you to pray if you're able to help this ministry. There, there's some things that we need.
and we're trusting God for and and we're asking for God's children to help. So if you will, please donate if you're able to. And I hope you enjoy this program. We're going to be having some more study, Bible study. Uh, we also got a podcast and on um, on Apple and it's called Joy in the House. If you're able to, uh, go and subscribe to that and give it five stars where people can find more about us and to be able to find us. But we hope you enjoy this program. Be looking for some more. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to pray for you and I'm here to to bless you. I'm here to encourage you on, to cheer you on. You are going to make it in Jesus' name. God bless you. We love you. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you.